0: Hi, everyone. You're listening to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kimisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer, and I'm just so thankful that you're here with me today to share in the Word. Today, we're going to start by talking about God's divine timing and keeping your trust in Him. What am I talking about? Uh, sometimes there are things that are, are appointed by time on God's divine clock, and they are fixed points in time that things are scheduled to come to pass. The scripture talks to us about God has predestined good works for us to walk in. So that means he's already lined them out through our life and appointed them for us. There are times where our obedience or disobedience um, may cause delay or divert us from reaching some of those things. But um, there are other things that are on God's grand clock that are appointed by him. And so I just wanted to encourage you today to maybe think of a new perspective uh, when it comes to your walk with God and how you deal with the divine timing that God has already set forth for specific things to come to pass in your life and that you're able to keep yourself encouraged and that your faith always remains high and never experiences a low or a lull where you think God's just not doing something for you. So we're going to look at um, Romans chapter five, verse six. For something that's very specific here we're going to look at the, the life and the ministry of Jesus while he was here in the earth and Romans chapter 5 verse 6 says this for when we were still without sin in due time Christ died for the ungodly Now, in that scripture, it lets us know that there was a time that was appointed due time. You know, uh, I'm American. So sometimes that's just a part of our our vernacular. It's a colloquialism, if you will. We use that as to describe something that doesn't actually mean what it says. But we know that God is not one who minces his words and says he doesn't say things he doesn't mean. He says exactly what he means. So when it was time, when it was due to be completed on God's grand time, and time clock and schedule christ came forth into the earth we see people um people and men of god who were prophesying about the coming of our lord and savior hundreds and if you've heard some of our teaching on um teaching on what god is doing in the earth and his will in the earth you've heard us talk about um the eternal plan that god is working that is it is resting on the shoulders of jesus christ he is the door for that uh, restoration and that salvation for all of creation yes for mankind but it also we see a new heaven and a new earth and that is resting on the work that jesus did as well so When we're talking about this, we know that God is working his plan and this is a part of it. So God had a due time for Christ to die in the earth. So that also means there was a due time for him to be born into the earth. There was a due time for him to walk out the different um, points of his ministry with God. And they were not to be um, done any other time. They were meant for when God brought them. So if we look at Luke chapter 2 verse 42, we find out that Jesus, even though um, he's always been God, we know that at 12 years old, he knew exactly what who he was. And sometimes for us, we get a glimpse of what God has for us, and then we want to just speed right down the road and get to it tomorrow when we don't understand that there is time of preparation in between it. There's a time that God set for it to come forth, and he's telling you ahead of time so that you can allow him to prepare you. So Jesus knew he was God at 12 years old. Uh, because this is a the time where he went to Jerusalem with his mother and um, his adoptive father and his the whole family went there and um, were were worshiping the Lord and the caravan of people went back home but Jesus remained in the temple and he was spending time with the teachers that were there and he was asking them questions and he was answering questions himself and everybody was marveling at the grace that was on him and how much he knew because he was only a 12 year old and they didn't yet recognize him as being God in the flesh well his mom and his adoptive dad came back and they were looking for him and they said well why did you do this you know we we were worried we were looking for you we were concerned and he said well I'm not quite he said didn't you know that I would be about my father's business and you know basically he was saying I don't know why you're concerned mom I'm out here doing what I'm supposed to do I'm doing what I'm created to do but in this time Jesus did not go and get on the cross and die even though that's what he was created or not created, but even though that's what he came into the earth to do, that's not what he was doing at 12 years old. Why? Because it wasn't time. God had a divine time that was appointed for him to carry out that specific task. But this time of preparation was needed to fulfill the scriptures that God knew that he would fulfill through Jesus Christ and for Jesus to be prepared for his ministry. Now in Luke chapter three, verse 23, we see that it was about, Jesus was about 30 years old when he started his earthly ministry. And Jesus wasn't waving his hand as a toddler over his milk bottle, turning it into wine. He wasn't doing that. He was walking in the divine, the divinely appointed times and seasons. He didn't try to get on the cross at 12, even though he knew exactly who he was. He waited till it was the appointed time. He didn't jump In his first day of ministry, he didn't jump on the cross. Why? Because there were people who needed to be taught. He needed to teach his disciples. He needed to prepare them because they were going to take the next leg of the journey and carry that baton as the body of Christ in the earth when after Christ ascended back to the father. So the father knew that he wanted all these things done. And divine timing isn't just about how we think it should happen. It's not about how we wanted or expected it would come to pass, but it's about what did God want done? How did God envision this working out? How did he plan and prepare for this to happen? Because remember, we have come to have his kingdom come on earth. That's what the Lord's prayer says. Your kingdom come and then your will be done. The kingdom of God is coming to do the will of the Father in the earth, not the will of me and you. Even though sometimes we try to throw our will in there and we want to have it done, it's still all things according to what the Father wills. And there are times where he gives us liberty and he says, ask me for what you will. But even that he's implanted into our heart for us to ask him for that thing that brings pleasure to him. And we are blessed as a result thereby. So Jesus stayed in God's divine timing. He didn't cry out at the when he turned 30 and he started his ministry and said, Lord, you said I'm going to be ascending to you right now and return to my glory. You didn't do it. It's taking too long. He didn't get disillusioned or dis, um, dissatisfied with the father because things didn't hurry up and happen. But instead, he walked with God's step By step by step. The account of Lazarus is one of the the times that I clearly see uh, when I read through scriptures that God was using him in a divine timing standpoint. Jesus was ministering in another area and people came to him and said Lazarus was sick and about to die. But Jesus stayed in that area two days longer to finish what God told him to do there. And he didn't throw everything down. He didn't rush. He didn't run off to prevent Lazarus from dying, but he stayed, excuse me, and finished the work that God gave him to do. Why? Because he understood the divine timing of walking with his father. He understood how important it was to walk with Holy Spirit for the fullness of what he said and that nothing should be skipped because then he could state later on, not one jot or tittle of the word would fail to come to pass he fulfilled everything that God wanted him to fulfill. And remember, God has already predestined good works for you and I to walk in. So we need not be impatient or get outside of faith with God when things seem like they're taking longer than we thought they would or we expected they would. But we should instead um, come up in our mindset or in our thinking and mature unto the way God does things and know that by His, because of his character and his nature, he must be working in divine timing and alignment. Luke 21 verse 19 says, by your patience, possess your soul. Now in this particular uh, scripture that's um, immediate before and around it, it's talking about people suffering persecution because of the name of Jesus Christ and holding fast their confession of faith, even through the heart testing so that they are able to win out in the end and receive the blessing and the promise. And there's an element of that that is in our daily walk. There's always pressure for us to give up on God and to quit on him. There's always pressure for us to move ahead of what God is saying and rush outside of his timing or delay behind his timing. But if we endure, if we endure, we are able to then bring into the possession that we desire of our soul, which is that well done, you good and faithful servant, that we desire to hear from our Lord, which is the receiving of the promise that God has committed to us. And James chapter one, verse three says this, but let your patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. While we humans can only do a couple of things at once, God is able to do many things all at the same time. One event from God can reach Um, a myriad and multiple levels and layers and peoples and times and things. But for us, we tend to look at God as though he functions like we do and he doesn't. We are limited by our time until we tap into the supernatural. But when you walk with God, as far as him bringing to pass the promises that he's given you in your life or the things that he's called you to do, know that as long as you are walking with him and you are walking in faith and you are walking in trust and you are being obedient, the process of time belongs to the Lord. And and as we talked about, you know, if you were outside of God's will, then you are gonna create some hiccups and God bringing to pass the things that he wants to do in you and for you and through you. But if you are doing all those things and you're like, well, what's, you know, you're scratching your head going, what's going on, God? Why is this taking longer than I thought it would? I just want to encourage you to come back and let that patience have its perfect work in you because you'll be perfect when you do that and what does that mean? That means you'll be complete. It means just as the scripture completes it says you'll be complete and lacking nothing. You'll have everything that was necessary to prepare you to handle that blessing well. Everything that was necessary to provide strength to you, education, wisdom, understanding, um support, other people that may be a part of that blessing with you. God has to bring them into alignment as well so that they can fulfill and meet their destiny. All of those things, God is working. And sometimes we get caught up in looking at me and how do I and what do I and when do I feel, want, think, have, see, do, etc, etc. And we put ourselves at the center when really God's divine plan is the center focus and Jesus is the epitome of that. He is the the center, the center of the center of that. So Remember that God is not slack concerning his promises and neither has he failed to pay attention. He's not distracted. He's not moved. He's not disturbed. He's not dissatisfied. If there's something that you were doing that he didn't want you to do and you leave yourself available for God to correct you, he'll let you know, "Uh, get this in line, sweetheart. We need to fix this so we can continue to move on. But if he's saying I'm pleased with you, just keep going, then know that it's because of divine timing. His divine timing and let your faith be strengthened and encouraged and then look for those other ways that God wants to prepare you. Jesus at 12 years old, again, knew exactly who he was, but it wasn't time for him to fulfill every tenet of his ministry at that specific moment. So what did he do? He spent time learning, searching the scriptures, walking with his parents, honoring them. And and we say, well, that really doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it does, because it fulfilled the law, which is exactly what he was called to do. Jesus didn't just fulfill the law from the time of 30 until he got on the cross, which, which is estimated about um, 33 and a half years old or so. He didn't fulfill all the law at that time. He was fulfilling it from the day that he was born born. So each day that he walked with God, each day that he continued with God in faith, each day had a, a metric that it it met, each day fulfilled something that God could call that God had called him to do. So just like in the Lord Jesus's ministry. Each day with God, each day that you spend walking faithful with Him, even though it doesn't seem like there's fireworks and spectacular events, each day is fulfilling something that He's put in your path to fulfill. So keep walking with Him. Stay encouraged with Him. Keep your faith in Him, and don't draw back in your confession of faith. Don't get discouraged. Keep persevering. Keep pressing, because then you will be perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. And your joy will be even more full when the promise shows up and you're ready to handle it. You know exactly what you're supposed to be doing with it. So I hope you were encouraged today. And I just want to tell you and remind you to continue to live your life in the Messiah's love. If you have a moment, please like this episode. If it blessed you, um, subscribe to my channel and share this on your social media. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.